Well, now to a company on the rise in central Otago, Scape Grace Distilling. The distillery, producing gin, vodka and more recently single malt whiskey, started as an idea between two brothers-in-law ten years ago. Revenues reached $12.7 million in the last financial year, and Scape Grace is now selling in more than 40 countries. Ten years on from opening its doors, it's about to complete a $26 million development in its prime location on the banks of Lake Dunstan in central Otago. And it will make it, it says, the largest distillery in the country. Co-founder Daniel McLaughlin is Scape Grace Distilling Company's Managing Director. Good morning, Daniel. Morning, Catherine. How are you? Great. I think you've just had some good news out of the UK, have you? Or a couple of bits of good news. Have you scored a major deal with a supermarket chain there? Yeah, we have, actually. We've just managed to uh, to get four listings in the Waitrose supermarket throughout the UK. Um, so we've got it managed to get our... Scape Race Vodka, our um, Scape Race Black Gin and our Single Malt Whiskey into into a number of stores. And then we've got our Scape Race Gold, which is our Navy Strength Gin, into the uh, online portal as well. So we're pretty pretty stoked with that, to be honest. It's it's quite a good uh, platform for us to um, to build a brand in the UK uh, to, that, uh, to that audience. How did this company get underway? Were you brothers-in-law first or business partners first, you and Mark? Uh, yeah, we're actually, uh, so there's, there's three co-founders, actually. There's myself, uh, Mark, who's my brother-in-law, and uh, we were, uh, I married his sister uh, bef- before we started this company. So, uh, so yeah, we were brother-in-laws, and then we were then we were business partners. And then the third uh, co-founder was uh, is a friend called Richard Burke. So, um, yeah, we started, we started, we're actually 10 years ago, uh, we launched. So we had our 10th birthday, uh, not last week, the week before on, on actual Valentine's Day, uh, coincidentally. And then, uh, and it took us about two years to get to market before that. So we spent a lot of time sort of, um, you know, getting getting the product to market. So yeah, it's been a 12 year, 12 year journey to date. What did each of you bring to it from previous business experience or, or professional experience or drinking experience for that matter? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so my background is I, I sort of uh, started a, a company when I was in my early twenties, which was a liquor promotions agency, sort of working with the, the larger liquor companies throughout New Zealand and Australia. Uh, Richard, he was um, in brand strategy and insights, um, so he sort of um, was quite helpful in sort of developing that sweet spot for uh, for the brand to be positioned. And then Mark uh, was at Lion Nathan, uh, and he worked in a number of sort of sales and marketing roles and and throughout the last sort of you know uh, ten years or so. So, you know, the three of us combined kind of all had quite unique set of skill set, and um, and together you know we formed you know quite a good uh, quite a good team. So with the distilling though, it is a specialist skill, uh, and also you know you've got three different uh, spirits now uh, as part of the suite of offerings. How how did you? Learn? Did you learn as you go? Did you bring in expertise? Yeah, we, we learned as we as we went. And um, back in the early days, it was kind of like, how do you make gin? Who makes the best gin? Because uh, we started with gin was our was our very first spirit. And uh, and you know we did a lot of research and talking to a lot of industry people and bartenders and other distillers and and sort of figured out kind of the the recipe and the style and the profile that we wanted to to create and uh, and then it was about uh, going about that and uh, and building that that um, that profile uh, now we've got um, Anthony Lowry's our, our master distiller uh, who's who's been with the company for a number of years he's a he's a second generation um, actually specialized in single malt whiskey but um, he, he's been with the company for you know about six or seven years now and so he does all our all our distillate distilling across um, gin vodka and single malt whiskey You've only recently added single malt whiskey. Why the move to uh, why the move to add that? Is demand on the rise? 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, globally, kind of um, New World whiskey, which is essentially any whiskey that doesn't come out of kind of Scotland, Ireland, Japan, the US, Canada type thing. So New World whiskey is um, is a category that is on the rise internationally, and there's a lot of attention in that space. You know, there's um, you know a lot of bars and retailers are looking for um, for New World whiskies from countries like the likes of New Zealand or Australia or you know various markets throughout Europe and Asia, and and there's a big demand for that and um, amongst a kind of an emerging whiskey drinker, and so. We, we, we realized that we wanted to move into that space, you know, sort of about six years ago, six, seven years ago. And, um, and that's when we, when we got Anthony on board. And, um, and so for us, it's a, it's a big focus at the moment. It sort of only makes up about 10% of our, of our total business. And that's largely due to pr- production constraints. You know, we've got quite a small um, single malt whiskey distillery at the moment. And, uh, and so the demand sort of outstrips the supply. And so, you know, we, we, we can only really give our 42 markets a small allocation of single malt whiskey each year, which is one of the reasons we're building this, this new distillery, uh, which gives us a kind of a 25 times increase in single malt whiskey production. So, you know, that's, that's to really meet that demand. Takes time too, doesn't it, whiskey? It takes years to, uh, uh, to age and that uh, can affect revenue early on, but you're already underway with your other lines. Let's uh, talk about what you're, what you're building then on uh, Lake Dunstan or the expansion on uh, Lake Dunstan. A beautiful part of the country, of course. Not the only whiskey distillery in central Otago, but a beautiful part of the no. country. And what, um, what's the plans for the physical structure that you're building there? Or where is it at? Uh, yeah, so, there's, yeah, so there's, there's three phases in the project. Um, the first phase, uh, which we completed sort of March last year, that's our sort of our head office and um, all our bottling and operations and warehousing and the first whiskey barrel room. Um, so that's, that was completed in March and, um, and we're operating out of all our, everything is operating out of that site now. Uh, the second phase, which is the distillery, and that's um, essentially, you know, a, a full single malt whiskey uh, grain to glass uh, distillery, which kind of is is a real you know designed out of Scotland and is a real sort of Rolls Royce kind of distillery with you know a twenty five times increase in single malt whiskey production and then our um, our current gin stills from our current distillery then get relocated down so that'll be that'll be completed in the next two months and and that'll give us um, you know essentially all the operations of the of the company under one roof for the first time in, in 10 years. Um, and it's a, it's a beautiful site. It's sort of 36 hectares kind of perched up on the side of a mountain overlooking Lake Dunstan out towards the Mount Paisa range. So it's, it's a really beautiful, idyllic location as well, which is, which is fantastic. Very good. Uh, plans for a launch or it's going to be a couple of, you know, uh, it's going to be a big, a big event and a big push behind it. Yeah, yeah, I think we're just just working through that at the moment. What we're going to do, because um, it's kind of our ten year anniversary, you know, the launch of the distillery, um, and then you know a number of a number of other exciting things going on at the moment. So um, we'll definitely look to do something in the next uh, in the next few months, I'd say. And there's been some public funding in there from the the Kanoa Regional Development Economic Investment Unit, um, but also private um, capital raises. There's been quite a push uh, to get the to get the, the money up for this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we had um, the company to date has all been sort of private, private funded. So uh, you know we we've raised capital uh, through. We've got about one hundred and fifty odd shareholders in our in our shareholder family now, which are um, which are, some of us have been. Some of them have been there right from the beginning, and you know we're we're very fortunate to have a really good bunch of shareholders that are 
really supportive and passionate about um, what we're trying to do here. And so, you know, there's, um, so yeah, there's the, the private funding and then, uh, you know, we also have a debt syndicate in there, which, which is, um, which, which is again through shareholders. And then, uh, and then we had a, a, a loan from the Kanoa Regional Development Fund, uh, which is a, uh, which was sort of 2.9 million over a uh, seven year term. Um, that's, yeah, it's a, it's a loan. So, um, yeah, that's been quite helpful too to sort of get, get the, the project off the ground and up and running. Thank you, Daniel McGoughlin of Super Grace Distilling.